Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Sunday and happy Father's Day to my dad and all the dads out there. Hope everybody's doing well. This is Nashville weekend. We have the cup race later this afternoon. But something I wanted to talk about here that has come up on the social medias, on Twitter mainly, is where I have tweeted a little bit about it and seen it mentioned. People are questioning, and I think in some ways have always questioned NASCAR's integrity on some things. We know that the rules are changing and forever floating, and that has raised the eyebrows of some fans. And in this case, we're talking about drivers, racetracks, certifications to race at certain racetracks, etc. Now, Ryan Priest won the truck race at Nashville Friday night. It was Ryan Priest's first truck race. There was some talk on social media about how easily Ryan Priest was allowed to race in the truck race. Because he had not shown any previous experience at a short track or anything like that. But now, you have to remember, Ryan Priest is a current cup driver. So, I think that plays into it. I think the fact that Nashville is a 1.33 mile speedway plays into it. Because what I saw this put up against was when Jinjo Cobb, who drives the 10 truck, was denied clearance to race Talladega earlier this year in a Rick, Rick Ware racing car. And NASCAR would not allow that. And... I can understand where fans are upset. I can understand where some of her supporters are upset. And it's come down to, you know, people want to use the word integrity and they want to say, hey, let's question NASCAR's integrity. And I think you, in some ways, have every right to do so. I'm not going to say that these people are wrong. This is not the only incident, you know, through the years of me being a NASCAR fan that stretched back as the late 90s, mid to late 90s, and starting to look at NASCAR from the business side in the early to mid 2000s. I can totally understand where her supporters are coming from. I can totally understand possibly, possibly why NASCAR did not grant her permission to race at Talladega. I don't know how to say this properly. Please forgive me. But in my opinion, it could be something that is kind of unspoken. The fact that we have the big one at Talladega, wrecks are more fierce, cars are closer, cars are in tight packs, cars are drafting. Maybe in some weird way, I'm not saying it's right, 
NASCAR chose to question her experience level. Now, hold up. Before you go leaving the comments, I get that Jen Jokov has raced in the Cup Series for decades, and she has raced Talladega even several times in her career. I'm not knocking Jen Jokov any way at all. Her ability, her skill level, her talent, at all. I'm not knocking her fans at all. I'm a Jen Jokob supporter. Several years ago, a company I was affiliated with even so, you know, talked to Jen Jokob for a little while about potential sponsorship. That was many years ago. I am a full Jen Jokob supporter, so please don't leave those comments and say, well, you're not this, you're not that. Yes. I do support her. I support teams like hers. I support any small race team out there that is doing what they need to do to make it. So I want that clear. You know, I, I want that perfectly clear. Because I know the comments are coming. The tweets are coming. The, the, the Facebook posts are coming. That's fine. I don't knock her. I don't. I, I'm not saying that. I'm justifying NASCAR's decision. I'm not saying that NASCAR's decision is correct. I can understand where fans and supporters of hers are upset with the fact that Ryan Priest, a brand new truck driver, throws him out there at Nashville and they let him race versus not letting Jinjo Cobb race Talladega after she has raced a decade or more and has raced Talladega in trucks. I get it. Perhaps there's something there that NASCAR needs to step up and officially explain. I understand the frustration. I know fans are tired of rules changing. They're tired of the product changing. You know, fans want things to be consistent. And I think they need to be more consistent. But I also understand that NASCAR is basically trapped in a box here. They've got to come up with a product that fans like, that this generation of fans like, because this generation of fans is different than the last generation of fans, they've got to come up with something that works in the times of social media and in the times of the internet. They've got to make the TV people happy. They've got to make sponsors happy. They've ultimately got to make money. NASCAR is a business. Now, this podcast at this point could go several different directions, but I'm not going to let it go too far because this is, an, this is another topic for another day. But my point here is, NASCAR gets one shot a weekend to try something. We don't have midweek tests anymore. We don't have testing sessions. They don't know what's going to work from one week to the next if they're going to change something other than a computer simulation 
or what they can simulate at the NASCAR Tech Center. They don't know. I'm not saying the constant changing of rules is correct. I'm not saying the constant changing of rules is totally wrong. I can understand why they do some of the things they do. Then on the flip side of that, such as the Jinjo Cobb Ryan Priest situation, I can't understand why they do some of the things they do. I understand fan frustration. Totally. At times, I have been a frustrated fan with NASCAR. I know team members that are frustrated with some of the things NASCAR does. Team owners and former team owners. But, you know, and, and this is one of those that can go down the molehill just as deep as we want it to go. You know, some people say, you know, you've got, well, the family has run it all these years. The family has run it all these years. You know, the France family and France family associates basically have. You know, some say that, oh, we need to bring somebody new in. Maybe we do. It could be worse, though. You've got to look at it from both scenarios. It could be worse. You know, the grass is not always greener on the other side. And again, I'm not saying what NASCAR's done here is right. I'm sure they have their reasoning for what they've done. Perhaps if they would give that reasoning, it would help. But again, I'm not saying what they've done is right. I would love an explanation just as much as you. And I know we're not necessarily covering the cup race today. That is today around 3.30, Eastern in this podcast. This is a topic that I wanted to talk about because I did not want to include the race in that. We will talk about the race later today, but I will go ahead and bring up, since it's already passed, that Kyle Busch did get his 100th win in the Xfinity Series at Nashville yesterday. One heck of a race, close battle there with Allgaier, leaning on each other, trading paint, trading fenders, nobody blew a tire. Kyle does say he has a couple more races scheduled for this year in the Xfinity Series. Will he schedule any for next <coughs> Excuse me, will he schedule any for next year? Who knows? You know, he's always said that he would quit after 100 wins. So we shall see. Anyway, just wanted to have a chat about some of the things I've seen on social media. Hope everybody's doing well. Again, I hope the fathers out there are having a wonderful Father's Day. Hope you enjoy the race or baseball this afternoon, whatever you like. Thanks to all the fathers. Thanks to all the men that are fathers that step up to be fathers, and thanks to all the ladies out there that are both mother and father. Take care, folks. We'll see you here shortly with a podcast recap in the race. Have a good afternoon, folks. Bye-bye.